Hello everyone and thank you for joining us on the second episode of our final call series. And today we'll be talking about um, the topic of hope beyond tomorrow. Hope beyond tomorrow. Um, as we know, in these times, we are um, seeing um, some extraordinary things happening so rapidly. And we, I asked myself the same question, um, what's going on? What's going on? As we covered in episode one shows that we, when we lean to the lean on the word of God, we can get the comfort and peace that we need, but it's easier said than done. You look around us, you see darkness, you see despair, you see just people hurting everywhere. And, a lot of us have witnessed in our generation this this many death um, around us. So we're going to be diving into saying what the Word of God says about hope. And um, in the troubled world we live in today, um, millions of people face uncertain futures. They worry about tomorrow and the struggle just to survive another day. Famines, earthquake, pestilences. Um, diseases, COVID-19, just international conflicts and political upheaval is just sweeping up across the planet today. But we have to know that it cannot continue like that. There have to be some hope for tomorrow. There have to be some kind of hope for the future. And, you know, we're going to dive into to see what the Bible says about that. The Bible predicts that a better day is coming and um and we're going to find out you know what is Christ's final answer to all these overwhelming problems that we're having today there must be an answer for all of this and and is it going to end so we're going to start off in John John 14 1 2 3 it says let not your heart be troubled you believe in God believe also in me in my father's house are many mansions if it were not so I would have told you I would have I go to prepare a place for you and if I go and prepare a place for you I will come again and receive you unto myself that where I am there you may be also so friends it is very clear that they there's hope for tomorrow this what we're seeing now is not the final answer this is not the final saga i should say this is not how it's gonna end with despair all around us um we have hope for a brighter day that we have a future to look forward to this is earth is not our home you know we it's not a cliche we're just passing through it's it's it's, it's a factual statement this is not our home we are not supposed to live like this um sin brought all what you're seeing on us t today and the bible predicted it so going back to to episode one if you paid attention to the the fact that we have to go into the word we dissected the bible a little bit and show the purpose of creating creating this relationship with the lord through his word so you have peace of mind when these things come in you have hope okay the promise of the Lord's return appears more than 1,500 times in the Bible. In the New Testament, 
one of every 25 verses reference to it. Okay. In Christ's second coming, um, there will be no secret. God shall come and he will not be silent. It says in Psalms 50 verse 3, our God shall come and shall not keep silent. And in Revelation 1 verse 7, behold, he is coming with the clouds and every eye shall see him. So this is the blessed hope that we do have as a people, as Christians, as, as God-fearing people. What's going on around us, it is supposed to happen. You know, he predicted it, but he also gives us words of comfort. He also warned us and let us know it's coming. But he didn't just end there. He gave us words of comfort to us when we are perplexed, when we are confused, and when, when we are hurting. So when God returns, every person will see and hear his arrival. His coming will be both audible and visible. You, you, you know, it's going to come with a loud shout and everyone shall hear him and see him. Um, his coming will not be hidden. It will be visible to all. Matthew 24, 27 and verse 30. What events will surround Christ's return? In 1 Thessalonians 4, 16 and 17 says, For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trumpet of God. And the dead in Christ shall rise first. That's our loved ones who have passed away. They're going to be rising first. And then who are alive and remain shall caught up together with them in the clouds to meet him in the air. And thus we shall always be with the Lord. If that's not hope, I'd, I'm not sure what, what is. So your loved ones have passed. You've passed um, loved ones. You lost loved ones during this last couple of years with this dreaded virus that we have um there's hope for for that you know i personally have lost my mother at age 18 i've lost a lot of um i lost friends lost um in 2020 alone i lost three friends you know and um it's a very tough year and these are the the scriptures that gives us the hope and i'm hoping that you can find the same hope my friends you can find the same hope in delving in these scriptures, reading the Bible as we stated in episode one, a chapter a day. It's very important to read the promises that God has left us. Okay, it's very, very, very important. The righteous um, dead will be resurrected at the return of the Lord. The righteous living along with the righteous dead, will receive glorious immortal, immortal bodies and be caught up to meet Jesus in the air. Then we shall take a wonderful journey through space to God's throne. With that words, did the Apostle Paul describe the return of the Lord? Oh, friends, this is... Um, this is very exciting stuff. If we can read and meditate on these words, we can find the peace and the hope that is we desperately need in these times because there's so much darkness, so much sadness, so much pain around. We have no choice, no choice, brothers and sisters, to, 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 to meditate on these words. 
Let it marinate in our minds throughout the day and you will see how easy it is for peace of mind to come within. That peace of mind that passes all understanding. More than what me and you can comprehend, the peace will just come over us by just studying his word. Um, in Titus 2 verse 13, looking for the blessed hope and, and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ. This is what it's all about. There's so many scriptures, so many scriptures that we can find the blessed hope in, in waiting patient for the Lord's return. And it's not abnormal for us to have um to be afraid we're human beings it's in our nature to be afraid but what courage is is having um the ability to move forward despite of fear continue to live your daily lives even when chaos is going on around us continue to live your daily lives you know you know many people can can be, you can be a witness to so many if you continue to walk with confidence and and walk with courage, people can look at you and like, wait a minute, man, how come you're not so perplexed? How come you're not so perturbed by what's going on? Or you can explain to them why. And I promise you the confidence that you let them know there's a blessed hope in Jesus Christ from reading his word. I guarantee you nine out of 10 people will want that same peace of mind. Nobody wants to walk around perplexed and in in um, despair and and scared about the future no one wants that so as we look here we see that um, what gift will jesus offer at his return first corinthians 15 verse 52 and 53 says um for the trumpet will sound and the dead in christ shall rise incorruptible and we shall be changed and for this corruptible must put on incorruption and this mortal must put on immortality right now we all have scars and we all have illnesses we all have broken bones i have a scar from knee, knee replacement you know we all have our human defects that he promised that would be changed in the twinkling of an eye. Now, if that's not hope for you, my friends, your loved ones who are hurting and aching and who have, you know, it's just the promise of God is such a powerful thing that we know there is hope for all of us. When Christ returns, he offers life in a mortal body, the word immortality means not just to disease or death. Immortality is a gift we seek for receiving to, to receive at his second coming. So what about those who don't have a saving relationship with Jesus Christ? Are they left alive on earth when Jesus returns? It says it's Second Thessalonians 1, 7 through 9. The Lord the Lord Jesus is revealed from heaven with a mighty angel in flaming fire, taking vengeance on those who do not know God and on those who do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. 
these shall be punished with everlasting destruction from from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power. Now, friends, I have, I have, I have, <laughs> I would be very, very afraid to know that if I don't start building a relationship with the Lord now, so you can follow his words, live by his principles, follow his commandments. This is the end result. It's very clear. I've heard a lot of myth about people dying and just going to heaven. All manner of evil they have done. That's not true. That's not how it works. You have to obey the Lord's commandments. You have to live, have a relationship with him. And this is what is going to be the end result for someone who chooses not to obey the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. They shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power. Now, who wants that? I don't want destruction in my eye. I, I want to live forever and by God's grace, give me the strength, the courage to continue to move forward, obey his laws, live by his principles, follow the blueprint that he clearly left us in the great book of his word to follow this blueprint and live according to his will. You know, friends, um, there's another question. Will anyone get a second chance? To accept salvation after Christ's return? That is a no, my friends. Revelation 22, 11 and 12. He who is unjust, let him be unjust still. He who is filthy, let him be filthy still. He who is righteous, let him be righteous still. He who is holy, let him be holy still. Behold, I am I am I'm coming quickly. And my reward is with me to give to everyone according to his work. So no, now is the time. Now is the appointed time. Now is the time to build that relationship with the Lord. You cannot do it when he returns. That's too late. As a matter of fact, that's way too late. So as we wind down tonight, in this episode, we see there is hope for tomorrow. God explains if his second coming is so important. So as we, we close off this episode, we are going to ask the Lord um, for prayer this time. We're going to be praying to ask him for the strength to continue. Let me just read this last passage before we go. Christ's second coming is the, the, a great reward that God has prepared for those who have accepted the salvation obtained through faith in, in Christ. It is the hope that has that's cheered Christians of every age and culture. Soon, heartaches and trials that results from living on planet Earth hijacked by sin will be over. With John the Revelator, we can say, even so, come Lord Jesus, Revelation 22, 20. And that brings us to the end of this episode. My friends, it's very clear. I'm here to encourage you. Start building that relationship with the Lord. It is not too late. Now is the time to build that relationship with the Lord. Live with peace of mind on earth. In the midst of the chaos and the turmoil that's going on, there is this blessed hope in Jesus. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your love. 
we thank you for your mercy another day dear lord you give me the opportunity to go into this passage go into your word and dear lord hopefully somebody who's hearing me can respond by building that relationship with you dear father going into your word every day and building that peace of mind that passes all understanding so we're asking to continue to build this ministry as we try our best dear lord in these last days to encourage even one personally your father it will be a victory for us victory over them and sin to turn their lives around and come to you their father as it clearly says dear lord destruction is the end result but you don't want us to be destroyed you want us to be saved so continue to give us the courage to to hold strong unwavering faith in these last days dear lord so we can we can go out there and spread your message to others give them the blessed hope that you gave to me and to everyone else who Lord, who choose to have their relationship with you so be with us dear lord continue to go before us and guide our path we beg you and we plead with you today in your son's precious name amen okay friends enjoy the rest of your day or night whenever you're time you're listening to this um second episode final call sermon series we'll see you in the next episode god bless